Welcome to another episode of the Revived and Renewed podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Omari. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the importance of prayer and why wives should pray. On today's episode, we have Pastor Tricia Edwards. Welcome, Pastor Edwards. Thank you so much, Ashley. Um, could you just kindly share about yourself? All right. Um, I'm Pastor Tricia Edwards. I've been in ministry for over 10 years. Uh, I currently serve alongside my husband at the Tucker Wesleyan Holiness Church, where we have been pastoring now for four years. I'm an advocate for marriage and the family. I have a Facebook ministry um, that I share every second and fourth Tuesdays. And I've been you know, serving and uh, serving the Lord in this area in marriage, which is one of my passion. And uh, this is my trial gave birth to my ministry for marriage and the family. And so, you know, this is what I've been pressing and doing for God as I continue to wave the banner high for Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We need a lot of people out there who will help others um, with their marriages, um, training Amen. up those who are single, you know, preparing them for um, that ministry. Um, could you just define what prayer is and why it is important? All right. Prayer is very important for our relationship and our walk with God. Communicate. Prayer is how we communicate to God. Uh, it's like a, a relationship or between you and your spouse. Uh, if you do not communicate with your spouse, uh, then you will not know them. And this is how you get to know more, how you spend time with your spouse. So you have to be talking to your spouse to have that connection. So it is the same way in our relationship, how we communicate to God through prayer. And this is how we get to know God more. So we communicate through prayer. So this is how we will grow spiritually. This is how we will know what the will of God is. Uh, when we pray and we go to God, and intercede, we should be always communicating to God. If you have a relationship that you don't communicate, that one is dead. That's a dead relationship. Amen. So it is important that we pray. If we're not praying, we will not grow. So it's important for us to be communicating. Can you imagine a relationship where there's no communication? <laughs> it wouldn't make any sense. Because no, no. <laughs> you wouldn't know your partner. You no. wouldn't grow, so wouldn't that, grow that relationship. Mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> Could you um, tell why it is important for a wife to pray and how and the effects it can have when you pray? All right. Uh, this year would be 12 years now uh, since I've been married. And I said earlier that my, my trial gave birth to my ministry. And I learned very early uh, in my marriage because of the trial that uh, myself and my husband went through that it was very important for us to pray. Yes. I was very naive about uh, how I should pray for my spouse. Yes, I will pray for other people. I will pray uh, when persons bring prayer requests, but I never saw it that I need to make it a priority to pray for my husband and my family. I was praying simple prayers for my spouse. I was praying, you know, Lord, just cover my husband today. Thank you, Lord. And this was the first year of marriage, you know, and my trial pushed me into realizing that I need to make prayer my priority for my husband. Because when I look at what 2 Corinthians chapter 2 says, it says, lest they should, 
Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. So we understand that we cannot be ignorant about what Satan will try to do against right. us. The Bible says, you know, the, the, the enemy comes to rob, steal, and destroy. So going through my trial, I understood these things that they are important and how Jesus taught his disciples to pray. He said to them that uh, a prayer point in the Our Father prayer is lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, which yeah. means that there's a temptation that is coming and I need to be delivered from it. So I need to be praying in that regard. And so my prayer point has changed, understanding that um, this warfare that we're fighting in regards to my marriage, I need to pray for my spouse because the enemy will try any and anything to break your marriage, to break your home and your family, and you have to cover your children. So it's very important. The, the enemy is a deceiver and a manipulator. So yes. you, we have to be mindful of these devices and don't be ignorant about them and say, oh, I don't need to pray, you know, for my husband in that way. And I think that's what I was naive. We need to understand, we need to pray against the temptation of the enemy. So I can't be naive about that. My prayer has to change uh, to cover my husband against any advances, to cover him against any trials, you know. And so I understand that as a wife, I needed to be praying for my husband and covering in such an area so I understand the importance of prayer. But first of all, we have to understand that we don't know, only need to pray in good times. But in bad times. Sometimes, sometimes we only pray in good times. What about the bad times? We should always pray through all times. The Bible said that we should pray without ceasing. And because we understand that we need to pray without ceasing, another important thing to understand about our prayer is in Luke chapter 10, 19. The scripture says we have been given the authority to trample upon snakes and scorpions to overcome all the powers of the enemy and nothing will by no means harm us. So we understand this, this is how we're armed. This is the authority that I have as a wife. When I look at Matthew 16, 19, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatever I loose on earth is loose in heaven. Mm -hmm. So when I understand all of these truths, it put me at a position that I understand my authority as a believer, my authority now in terms of the scripture we speak about as a wife and how I need to pray effectively. I think sometimes we don't understand who we are. And so we don't pray with this authority in prayer. Um, the, the, the thing that we need to understand about our walk is that we need to be um, obedient children, yes. submissive wives. We need to be submissive wives. And the scripture said that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. All right. The NLT version said in James 5.16, the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produce wonderful results. So if we want to see results in our in our marriage, right? When we pray, right? We have to have faith and to make sure that we're living according to the word of God. Right, we're living according to the word of God. I love what first Peter chapter 3 teaches about husbands and wives and what it says to us and the authority that we have in prayer. And what we need to understand is that we have to understand that our husbands, he's ahead. God has set an authority over you, and that's your husband. And so here it is that uh Peter 
is saying to the people um, in, in verse 1 and 2. It says, in the same way you wives must accept the authority of your husband. Another version says, be submissive to your own husband. Then even if some refuse to obey the good news, you will, your godly lives before him will speak to that. Your godly lives will speak to them without any words. They will be won over by observing your pure and reverent lives. That speaks a lot. That I can influence my husband just by the way how I live. Without any words he said, without saying anything, you know, just being reverent to God, just being obedient to God, uh, will minister to my spouse. And it is the same way in our walk with God as children of God, just living right, draw people to God. So it's the same thing that Peter is saying in First Peter, that if we just live a reverent life without speaking any words, we will draw our husbands to God. And I'm looking at it, and this part of the scripture I always smile about because women tend to weaponize or want to weaponize uh, First Peter. And it says that in the same way you husband, you must give honor to your wives, treat your wives with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should. So your prayers will not be ended. So your prayers will not be uh, effective. Right? So treat her as your equal partner. Some other version says treat her as uh, your ear. Your ears together of God's gift of new life. God's gift of grace. So there is a grace that is given. And we understand that in every it is your husband trying to treat you. Know, his prayers will be hindered. He cannot pray effectively. God is not responding to him because he has gone outside of the covenant. We're in a covenant relationship. God is a covenant God. And so we understand that this under the covenant, there's a protection under the covenant. And God is protecting you, he's providing for you. And so we have to understand that when we pray in understanding this, the authority that you have as a wife, it is not for you to weaponize it. I say, well, I'm going to pray for you, yeah, man. God, I'm going to deal with all your prayers now. I your prayers now answered. But we need to take a humble approach. A humble approach and to first ensure that we're walking before God in obedience. And I always say, you cannot submit to husband if you do not submit to God. We learn submission through our relationship with God. And first, we have to learn to submit ourselves to God before we can submit to our husband. It is Jesus Christ first. Jesus is always first. God is first in our relationship. And we have to understand that God is always first. God is always first. And if we are not putting God first, then we're going to have a problem. Because we should be putting God first and praying to God. And then we will learn to submit to our husband. Somebody who is submitting to God don't have a problem submitting to their spouse. So submission is the key. And so when we understand these points, um, when we are the authority that we have, we can go before God boldly and pray and intercede for our spouse. And indeed, our prayers will be answered. God is hearing and he will answer our prayers. So these are very important points. Uh, many women are, I would say, persons who go through trial in their marriage would think that they have to accept what they're going through. They have to accept abuse. They have to accept um, unfaithfulness. They have to accept, you know, um, depression, laziness. They have to accept the, you know, all type of things that we see are happening. Uh, you know, but they should rise up. We should rise up and do not be afraid. God has not given us a spirit of fear, 
but he has given us a spirit of love and of power and of a sound mind. And so we should understand this, the, the authority that God has given us in our covenant marriage and pray, pray for him to be released. Pray for your spouse to be released from the infirmity. Pray for him to be released from the depression. Pray for him to be released from unfaithfulness. Get down on your knees and pray and begin to stand the throne of God because you have authority. God is listening to you as his wife. You are his equal partner in this relationship. The scripture said a man shall leave his father and mother and be cleaved to his wife and the two will become one flesh. You are no longer one, but you are, you are no longer two, but you are one flesh. It's the authority that you have. Uh, when you begin to pray and go on your knees so we don't need to just take it and say you know it, it, it does never work out don't look to divorce start to pray before you talk about divorce go and pray and seek the Lord and understand that you have authority and when you pray come on you have given power to tread upon the, the snake and the, and the scorpions oh God has given you all powers over the enemy and nothing by no means will harm you but we have to believe the word of God and pray Amen. Amen. Some really powerful points um, in your message. Um, I'm just going to repeat the scriptures that you said. Um, Luke 10, 19, Matthew 16, 19, 1 Peter mm -hmm. 3, which we women use to weaponize our husbands sometimes. And you said obedience mm -hmm. is the foundation. We have to learn to obe be obedient to God and walk in his will. And so he will hear our prayers. And you spoke about submission. A lot of people, a lot of women struggle with submission, being submitted to their husband, yeah. saying, oh, yeah. I don't want anybody telling me what to do, where to go. But you have to understand that you are now a team. You're not by yourself mm -hmm. anymore. You're you're living and, and working alongside someone. So you have to yeah. you know, walk in the same direction. You can't be going head on with each other. So that is very important to, to take on in your marriage and to, you know, keep at the, not at the back of your mind, but at the forefront of your mind. At the forefront um, of your mind, yes. Yes. And understand that um, you speak about authority. We have to understand that we we are praying for from a stance of authority and, and we're, we yes. already have the victory. It's just for things yes. to manifest in the physical because God has already done it. In Matthew 11, 24, he's in Mark 11, 24, sorry, he says, mm -hmm. when, you, when you pray, believe that you've already received what you've prayed yeah, for so uh, yes yeah, so you have to believe when you pray and know that god is already he has already heard you and he's making provision for you so thank you so much do you have any encouragement for our listeners today yes we do you know that over the years we have always talked about her and a lot of people are not praying they are not praying uh, this is an area where the enemy attacks a lot and he attacks it a lot because this is where you win your warfare. This is where the battle is won. You're right. It, the, the scripture says that our, our weapons, they're not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You know, our weapon is power against divorce. Our weapon is power against all the trials and temptation that may come our way as women. And so I want to empower women. I want to tell you, ladies, just begin to pray. Because nothing happens until you ask. It is when you ask. The Bible says you do not have because you do not ask. 
you do not have because you do not ask. The Bible says that the Lord knows everything before we ask, but he's a gentleman and he wants us to ask him. He wants us to step in. He will not enter into a place that you have not invited him to. He's given you a free will for you to choose him, to want to choose him. So let us pray. Let us get on our knees and praise and do not accept. Do not accept what the enemy is putting before you and do not believe it. But let us pray for our husband, pray for our children, cover our families, stand in the authority that God has given you as a wife, as his equal partner, as in the ear of grace and favor that God is showering on that marriage. You are a part of that. You are together now. You are not two, but you are one. So pray with that authority. Anything at all. Don't wait until it go back to start praying. Start to pray now. And let God take over every trial, every situation. Give it all to Jesus. Amen. Amen. You spoke about favor. The Bible says, mm -hmm. he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and receiveth favor thing. from the Lord. So, yes. you know, because we are one with our husbands, we also receive that favor from the Lord. Yes. We have to understand that. So thank you so much for that powerful encouragement to our listeners and to also me and anyone who are out there who wants to get married yes. and or who's already married because, you know, um, you know, encouragement and advice is never too much for those, you know, who are seeking marriage or who is in, you know, that covenant already. So thank you so much, Pastor Edwards, for sharing with us. I was truly encouraged. And again, I'll just repeat the scriptures. First Peter 3, Matthew 16, 19, Luke 10, 19. And just to say that obedience and, sub and being submissive is very important when you're praying, when you're entering into the presence of God, you have to take these things into consideration. And um, a lot of times we complain about what our husbands are doing, but we have to also, you know, look at ourselves and say, okay, I need to adjust this and I need to adjust that. As you said, you were naive when you just started. And a lot of us, we are so naive because we watch TV and we see a certain way how marriage is and then you know the real things when they come into we're surprised you know yeah. so um we can't be naive when we enter yeah. in we and not yeah. be too proud you know to ask questions yes. if this is happening what can i do um yeah. read books listen to people talk yeah, about marriage and Yes, seek counsel. It is very important. Um, thank you so much again, Pastor Edwards, and have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Thank you again, Ashley. Bless you. Bless you. So before we close today, I'd love to share today's scripture with you. It's taken from Proverbs 10, verses 3 to 10. And it says, The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. He becometh poor and dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a practicing fool shall fall. He that walketh uprightly walketh surely, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known. 
He that winketh with his eyes causeth sorrow, but a prating fool shall fall. Thank you for joining and listening us today. If you or anyone you know would love to share your testimony or your story with us, please send us an email at the revived and renewed podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.